Tommy or Tyrod? Which quarterback should the New York Giants roll with? I'm going to give you both sides of the argument and my opinion coming up next on the Locked on Giants podcast. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Trena. Happy to have you with us on this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, which is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And on today's Locked on Giants podcast, Tommy or Tyrod, which quarterback should the Giants roll with? Now, for those of you who missed the news, Giants-designated quarterback Tyrod Taylor for return from injured reserve. And they further took it uh, a step or two further um, by le- – by waiving Matt Barkley, who had been on the 53-man roster, and uh, releasing Jacob Easton, who had been on the practice squad. So the thinking now is that Barkley, once he clears waivers, will go to the practice squad. That opens up a spot now for Tyrod Taylor for when he is activated off the 53-man roster. Now, head coach Brian Dable has not spoken to the media since before before the bye. He was not available on Monday, just the players were available. And um, Dable is expected to speak to the media on Tuesday, as you are probably watching this show. Um, I am not, however, expecting Dable to reveal who he is going to name as the starting quarterback. That's just not how he does things. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to look at both sides of the coin. I'm going to give you the arguments for and against each guy. And then I'm going to tell you what I think the Giants are going to do. And then we'll wrap it up with some post bye week thoughts on, you know, other injury situations, um, what the team may or may not do, any changes and that sort of thing. So that is today's agenda. Thank you, everybody, for your support. Shout out to my everydayers, my newcomers, and everybody in between. You are appreciated and loved. And that includes you, my Blue Crew members. I didn't forget about you. So uh, check your your text messages, guys. I sent you an exclusive invitation for a player interview that is coming up later on the Locked on Giants podcast. All right, let's get to business here. Tommy or Tyrod? I'm going to start with the pros for Tommy DeVito. I'm going to make a case for Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito in three starts has a two-on-one record. He has won his last two games now. You know, people will argue and they'll say, who did he beat? Two crappy teams and the Commanders and the Patriots. Okay, still, the Patriots are run by Bill Belichick, who's a defensive genius and who has um, different looks that can confuse a young quarterback. Tommy DeVito, as he had been the week before, pristine ball security. So DeVito has apparently galvanized his teammates around him with his, you know, enthusiasm, his toughness, his uh, ball security, as I mentioned. He has not done anything to lose games. 
Now, where has DeVito fallen short? Well, if you look at his game, it's pretty much an all or nothing type of proposition. And by that, I mean, he either can throw the ball deep or really, you know, try the, the quick dump offs. There's really no in between. DeVito, when it comes to those intermediate and shorter range passes, you watch him on film and he's still holding onto the ball a little too long. And as a result, he's taking hits and sacks. You know, people look at the offensive line sacks allowed. Folks, those are not all on the offensive line. A lot of that is on the quarterback. If the quarterback is holding onto the ball upwards of 2.8 seconds or higher, that means either A, receivers aren't getting open, which according to my film study isn't the case, or B, the quarterback is holding onto the ball for too long, which is the case. So DeVito is still developing as a quarterback. That said, you know, he has galvanized the offense. He has won the last two games. And usually you like to say to yourself, okay, why fix what ain't broken? But here's the problem. The offense still isn't scoring like a juggernaut. So that leads us to Tyrod Taylor and his pros and cons. Tyrod, of course, is a 13-year veteran, has seen a lot more than DeVito, is able to do the short to intermediate range passes, has a little better athleticism than DeVito does, and just is a little more seasoned than the rookie. Now, as crazy as this is going to sound, and I know what y'all are going to say as soon as I say this, but you know, I've got to, I'm going to say it anyway. As of this recording, the Giants are still mathematically alive for a playoff run. Now, we all know that they're not going to the playoffs, but we have to acknowledge that they are still mathematically alive for a playoff berth. That said, if you have to pick a quarterback to play against the better defenses that you're going to potentially face down the line, the Packers, who come up on Monday night, the Eagles, who you are still facing twice, wouldn't you want a more experienced quarterback in there? You could certainly make that case. So if you are looking to make a case for Tyrod Taylor, you go by experience. And you know, what's interesting, ladies and gentlemen, is that when we spoke to the players via conference call on Monday, we had a couple of on offense, a couple on defense. On offense, we had uh, Darius Slayton and we had Andrew Thomas. And the very first thing they mentioned when asked about the quarterbacks and what separates, you know, DeVito versus um, Tyrod Taylor experience. Now, neither of Thomas or Slayton came right out and said, we want DeVito or we want um, Taylor. But putting myself in the minds of these players, you go through the week of practice, you prepare, you want to win. You definitely want to win games. You don't want to come out at the end of the week with nothing to show for it. 
I'm not going to say that I got a strong feeling that they wanted Taylor in there if Taylor was ready. And again, by all, all indications are he's going to be. But I kind of got the impression that they would take experience at this point, especially with the playoffs still alive. Even though, again, it is hanging by a thread, it's probably not going to happen. I'm not trying to, you know, fool myself into thinking it's going to happen. I'm not trying to fool you guys into thinking it's going to happen. But that's the impression I got listening to the players. Now, what do I think is going to happen? I will talk about that right after this. Hey, Giant fans, if you want to secure tickets to your favorite concert shows and sporting events without the stress, you need to check out Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets right up until the day of the event. With amazing deals on last-minute tickets and their best prices guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. With Game Time, you not only get the lowest prices guaranteed, you get also clear images of seat views and event cancellation protection. Now, for those of you who don't know, last week I went on a concert tour, a mini concert tour. I saw three KISS shows. I actually used our friends at Game Time to get tickets to one of the shows. The experience was simple. It was easy. It was secure. And sure enough, the best price guaranteed. Couldn't find a lower price anywhere. So right now, Game Time is promising you that if you find tickets in the same section and row for less elsewhere, they will credit you 110% of the difference. So go ahead, snag those tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, that promo code is NFL for $20 off your first purchase at Game Time. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked On Giants podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Trena. So I'm happy to be back with all new episodes. And speaking of the new episodes, I've got some really cool ones planned for you. I have Ed Valentine coming up on the podcast. I have Jalen Hyatt coming up on the podcast. I have uh, a couple of other guests that uh, will be coming up leading up until next Monday's night's game. And of course, we have Crossover Thursday with Locked On Packers host, Peter Bukowski. So lots of new material coming up. And uh, I hope, by the way, you enjoyed all the content that I left for you last week while I was off concert hopping. I wanted to make sure you guys had everything you need while I was gone. And um, appreciate you tuning in and listening. So let's get back to the question. Tommy or Tyrod, what do I think the Giants are going to do? now? When we last left the situation with head coach Brian Dable, he hadn't decided. He was basically, let's see what happens. But, you know, at the time, they didn't know if they were going to pull Tyrod Taylor off of IR. They couldn't actually last week because last week was actually the fourth week of his four-week minimum stay uh, on IR. So he kind of left the door open for a potential change. Now, what do I think? makes the most sense. Initially, I said that DeVito hasn't done anything to warrant losing the job. Then again, I thought about it. I did a lot of thinking when I was on trains, 
uh, going in and out of the city and whatnot. And I started to reconsider my position because while DeVito has been solid in terms of ball security, in terms of galvanizing the offense and his teammates around him, the bottom line is the offense still isn't scoring. It's still not as productive as you would like it to be. Now, when Tyrod Taylor was starting, it was pretty much the same thing. But if you want to make things easier for yourself, maybe experience comes in and plays a part here. So some people will say, but Pat, they know what they've got in Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod's probably not going to be back next year. Why not stick with DeVito and just see what you got in him? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me just point this out to you. No one at the start of the year expected Tommy DeVito to be in this position where he would be starting for Tyrod Taylor and Daniel Jones. No one expected that. The experience that he's gaining now is very valuable. It's stuff that he can take into next year and build on. So you can make the argument that DeVito is actually ahead of the curve. He's ahead of where he would have been had, you know, the injuries to Tyrod Taylor and Daniel Jones not taken place. The coaches, meanwhile, have gotten to see the stuff that DeVito has been learning while on the practice squad. So they're seeing, you know, okay, can he make these throws? How does he handle this situation? What does he do here? You know, does he keep his cool? Does he have a short memory? They are learning all about that. Because remember, the quarterback is one of the few people, or actually the only person, who touches the ball on every snap for the offense. So they are getting a fair look at DeVito. On top of the look they got from him in the preseason, when DeVito basically was the quarterback. So there is a lot to go on if you are the coaching staff. If you want to say to yourself, okay, you know what? We kind of know what where this kid is. So if we want to go back to Taylor to give ourselves maybe a, a better chance to win, we can do so if need be. So would Brian Dable make that decision? And if he did, what effect would it have on the locker room? You know, again, listening to the players talk today, and there was only two players on offense, Andrew Thomas and Darius Slayton, you kind of got the impression that they favored experience. So if that's indeed the case, if Dable decides to name Tyrod Taylor the starter, DeVito's probably not going to sit there and cause trouble or, you know, pout or go to the media and cry about it. That's not who Tommy DeVito is. I think Tommy DeVito is smart enough to know that basically what he's going through right now, that's all gravy, if you will, on the chicken cutlets. Okay, yeah, that joke, what, that joke wasn't very good. My apologies, folks. Um, so I don't think if they go back to Tyrod Taylor, it will necessarily upset the locker room. I don't think it will, you know, create any kind of splits or anything like that. It's all about who gives the team the best chance to win. And again, with some pretty strong defenses on tap, 
you got to think that maybe you want to go with um, you want to go with the experience of Tyrod Taylor. So that would not surprise me if the Giants made that move. Now, somebody suggested to me, well, why don't you play one guy for one half and one guy for the other half? You do that in the preseason, not when you're trying to win games. So that's not going to happen. So what do I think Brian Dable is going to do? I know it's going to be uh, tough. Um, and again, initially I thought DeVito should hold on to the job. But I think so long as the Giants are still mathematically alive for a playoff berth, no matter how slim that mathematic percentage is, I suspect they're going to go with Tyrod Taylor. I really do. Um, again, that decision will probably not be made till later in the week. But right now, as I record this on Monday night, I'm thinking it's going to be Taylor. And again, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a bad thing if it is Taylor for DeVito because he's just got the right attitude, the right disposition. You know, sure, the family might be disappointed, but it's all about winning at this point. Because contrary to what you guys might think or some of you guys might think, the Giants aren't embracing tanking. So that's what I think is going to happen with the quarterback situation. Now, coming up next, a few final thoughts on some injuries that we had to talk about coming out of the bye week and changes and what we might expect to see over these last few games. So please do not go anywhere. Hey, Giant fans, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, Giant fans, I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. And this is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if I or someone I love got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from getting the life-saving medication they needed. Well, thankfully, we're going to be okay because of Jace Medical. Jace, the Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and others. This stuff could happen to any of us. To, this, to get more information, you can visit jacemedical.com and complete your phys physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular costs. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com, that's J-A-S-E medical.com, and use the offer code LOCKON to get $20 off your order. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked on Giants podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Trena. And just a few final thoughts as we come out of the bye week here. The Giants, of course, practice on Monday. They're going to practice on Tuesday. Wednesday, they have Thursday off. Friday, we're going to hear from the coordinators. So uh, it'll be practice on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They've got the walkthrough. And then, of course, Monday, the game against the Packers. 
Um, some of you had asked about the injury updates. So let's just go through the rest of the injuries, the notable ones. Evan Neal, offensive tackle. The feeling I'm getting is he's going to try to give it a go in practice this week. Probably will be limited. Um, so, you know, we'll see if he's able to to, to uh, go there. But I think it, of the guys that are still injured that we're still not sure about, he's going to be able to try and do at least some stuff. They are anxious to get him back out there on the field once he is healthy. Darren Waller, who is also eligible to come off of IR this week. I think he's still at least another week or two away. I'm not counting on Waller for this week. And again, the roster moves that were made on Monday kind of suggests what's going to happen in the coming days. So um, Waller, I, I don't think, you know, is going to be ready. That he, he, was, he was several weeks away um, when he initially hurt that hamstring again. And, um, you know, I think they would like to get him back, but they're not going to push him to come back. So I would not be surprised if we don't see Waller again this year. But we'll see. We'll see. I That's just my gut feeling. I don't have any, you know, concrete information or non-concrete information to the contrary. So uh, we'll see. I'm just using common sense here. What about changes? What changes might we expect from the Giants? Well, as you can see, no coaches were fired. There was a report that running back coach Jeff Nixon is being considered as the offensive coordinator for Syracuse. So we'll have to see, you know, if he takes off. If he takes off, probably not the end of the world there. Um, you know, it's not like they lose an offensive coordinator. And now what do they do? But as far as, you know, what the Giants are going to change, really there's not that much they can change, folks. All right. The roster is what it is. The schemes are what they are. You know, I mean, if you were talking about a position switch or something like that, now's not the time to do that. You could potentially see maybe some younger guys see more snaps. I, again, I don't think that will be the case because so long as the Giants remain in the running for a playoff berth, however slim it is, I think they're going to play to win the Giants. I, I, I don't think they're going to tinker with too much, to be honest with you. Um, as far as, you know, other changes, I think it's status quo, to be honest with you. Now, um, I, I, what I would like to see, I would like to see Tyrod Taylor, um, in there, if, if he gets in there, because again, of, of the experience factor, I'd like to see them continue with Saquon Barkley. Barkley, by the way, rested up, uh, that ankle. So he should be a little bit fresher, um, Another guy who should be a little bit fresher, not that he said he was fresher, is inside linebacker Bobby O'Karake, who was dealing with a cracked rib, I think a broken finger, and all kinds of ailments. Bobby O'Karake taking pride in that streak that he has going. I don't think he's missed a snap yet, and I don't think he wants to. So um, he should be okay. Dexter Lawrence is another guy that should be okay. Dexter Lawrence missed his first career game due to injury two weeks ago at the hamstring, he should be good to go. I think he'll probably be limited in practice this week. But Dexter, I know, hated missing the game. So he's going to try and give it a go as well. So really, folks, I mean, 
I'm not expecting a whole lot to change. Um, there is still something to play for besides pride for the Giants. And however slim those chances are, that's what they have to play for. So we'll see how it works out. Giants get a good test. They're getting the Green Bay Packers, who defeated the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. It should be a good game. The, the uh, Packers, red hot. And, of course, coming up on Thursday, Peter Bukowski and I will talk about that game in more detail. So, on that note, that's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Giants podcast. Thank you for tuning in, making us your first listen of the day. Or if you watch on YouTube, your first watch of the day, be sure to tune in tomorrow. Again, I'm going to have, uh, I've got coming up on the podcast, an interview with Jalen Hyatt. I've got Ed Valentine. I've uh, got a whole bunch of stuff coming up for you, so you won't want to miss it. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow.